Welcome to the Fit Body, Fit Spirit podcast. I'm your host, Ujo Wajet, and this podcast is about exploring self-awareness and personal transformation through the lens of proactive wellness, spirituality, intuitive health, and mysticism. I decided to kick off the first official episode of this podcast by answering a question that I get asked all the time, which is, how can I improve my intuitive connection? I've met people from all walks of life and belief systems that are interested in having a stronger intuitive connection, but they feel stuck. If you have ever felt disconnected from your intuition, then this podcast is for you. And if you haven't done so already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Now, I believe that we are all intuitive beings, but sometimes there are things that get in the way of strengthening our intuition. But before we dive deeper into that topic, I think we should first discuss what intuition is. So based on my personal experience, I define intuition as a neutral inner knowing that is carried out through feeling. And what I mean by neutral is that my intuition is not driven by logic or emotion. Now, you might be thinking, well, isn't feeling and emotion the same thing? There was definitely a time when I used to think that, and I was confused about it for a while, actually. (laughs) But over the years, I learned that although feelings and emotions do complement each other, there are some differences. So let me explain. In the context of intuition, I view feeling as a present state of being, and I view emotion as a reaction that can be linked to a physical response. Emotions can also be triggered by past experiences or future anticipation. Now, when I'm using my intuition, I can't be stuck in the past or worried about the future. I have to be in a present state of awareness in order to experience that connection. I'm hoping that my definition of intuition is making sense. And you might have a completely different way of defining intuition, which is totally okay. The important thing here is that you have a clear understanding of how you define intuition. It took me years to reach this point of clarity, mainly because I had to sort through my own intuitive process. And trust me, there have been many days and months and years of confusion and uncertainty for me along the way. So I know what it feels like to be stuck. And if that's where you're at right now, I am here with you. I am your people. I totally understand because I've been there and I have worked with so many people that experience that very same thing. Now you might be wondering, well, Ujo, what is the next step? How do I get clear? How do I get unstuck? Well, there are several reasons why you might be stuck and what I've noticed over the years 
for myself personally and for several of the clients that I've worked with is that there are three common reasons that you might be stuck. And I'm going to share those reasons. I'm also going to share some tips on how you can start strengthening that intuitive connection. So one of the main reasons that you might not have a strong intuitive connection is because you don't trust yourself. You don't trust that inner knowing or that inner voice. And you might not even recognize it, which is also common. Now, maybe there was once a time where you used to feel it, you used to hear it, and you even used to listen to it, but something happened. There was something that shifted and blocked and redirected that connection. What I encourage you to do is to start questioning that lack of trust. Trusting in your, in your intuition starts with you asking, why don't I trust myself? Once you get clarity on that, the next thing you need to do is determine what steps you need to take in order to establish or rebuild that trust. Keep in mind that this could take some time. So don't try to rush this process. One thing I want you to remember is that once you find trust, you find strength. And it's through building that trust that you find the confidence to continue to maintain that connection with your intuition. The second reason that you might not have a strong intuitive connection is that you are avoiding feeling your emotions. And one of the things I have learned along the way is that avoidance creates static in your intuitive connection. I want you to imagine a radio station, like it's you and you're on one channel and this intu- your intuition is on another and there's this, there's this static and it's all those emotions that you are not dealing with that is like layering between you and this connection. It's creating this type of fog. And here's the thing. At some point, you are going to have to start sorting through your emotions. You're going to have to feel them. If you keep numbing yourself from the pain, from the sadness, from the fear, then you're going to keep this layer of fog and just know that this doesn't have to all happen at one time, but I promise you it will emerge as you start to connect. You're going to have to filter through those emotions. So be prepared for that. Now, one of the things you can do is become an observer of your emotions instead of trying to escape them. Pay attention to the emotions that you experience and where you feel them in your body. Then I want you to write them down. 
And I would encourage you to keep track of this so you can reference it later on. And that's something that I've personally found to be quite helpful because dealing with an emotion once does not mean it's not going to resurface because I promise you it will. The only difference is that you'll have a new perspective on that emotion. So it's, it's good to have that reference point. And the third reason that you might not have a strong intuitive connection is because you are distracted. I mentioned earlier that when I am using my intuition, I can't be stuck in the past or worried about the future. So I want you to think about what is pulling your attention away from being present. There are so many things in this world that we cannot control. But one of the things you have absolute control over is how you are spending your time and where you are investing your energy. So what one of the things I want you to do is pay attention to how much time you are investing in your distractions. I want you to keep a log of this over the course of about a week. And by the end of that week, tally up those blocks of time that you have spent in the midst of distraction. What I found useful about this is it'll give you a different perspective of where your time is actually going. And I've been there. Like I have gotten home from a day of whatever. And I'm like, let me sit down for about five minutes and just check my phone. And then three hours later, I'm like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> like, where did the time just go? I've spent all this time just gone blank. Like, and I had all these things I was planning to do and none of it happened because I allowed myself. And that's the key word. I allowed myself to not only get distracted, but stay stuck in it. I didn't commit to that five minutes. I was like, five minutes? No, I didn't commit to that. I just got lost in the distraction. And a lot of people get hung up right there. So I encourage you to reduce or avoid external distractions. Once you have a good idea of where the bulk of your distracted energy is going, then that's where you can start pulling from in order to reduce or avoid certain distractions. It's a good starting point. So the key here is to stay in a regular practice of awareness with where you're investing your time and your energy. So I share with you three of the most common setbacks and some tips on how to start strengthening your intuitive connection. If you found value in today's episode, I would greatly appreciate your feedback and you can connect with me through my website, ujoajet.com and sign up for my weekly newsletter, which is called Wajet Weekly. You can also connect with me on Instagram or Facebook at Ujo Wajet. 
You can expect a new episode every Tuesday. And until then, enjoy the rest of your day. I'll see you next time.